0: That's going to be an. In.
1: One. Do? Why, if I had a brain, I could, I could while away the hours. Confirming with the flower Consulting with the rain And my head I'd be scratching While my thoughts were busy hatching If I only had a brain I'd unravel every riddle For any individual In trouble or in pain With the thoughts you'd be thinking You could be another Lincoln If you only had a brain Oh, I To tell you why The ocean's near the shore I could think of things I never thought before And then I'd sit And think some more I would not be just a nothing My head all full of stuffin' My heart all full of pain I would dance and be merry Life would be a ding a dairy If I only had a brain Why, if our scarecrow back in Kansas could do that, the crows would be scared to pieces They would? Mm. Where's Kansas? That's where I live And I want to get back there so badly, I'm going all the way to Emerald City to get the Wizard of Oz to help me You're going to see a wizard? Mm -hmm. Do you think if I went with you, this wizard would give me some brains? I couldn't say But even if he didn't, you'd be no worse off than you are now Yes, that's true But maybe you better not I've got a witch mad at me And you might get into trouble Witch? I'm not afraid of a witch I'm not afraid of anything Oh, Except a lighted match I don't blame you for that But I'd face a whole box full of them For the chance of getting some brains Look I won't be any trouble Because I don't need a thing And I won't try to manage things Because I can't think Uh, Won't you take me with you? Why, of course I will. Hooray! We're off to see a wizard!
2: Wizards, magic, witches, bitches. (laughs) So today I just wanted to do a quick rundown of what's going on on all my platforms. So I'm trying to get them all sorted. I wanted to give you a rundown of what's going on. Uh, Obviously, a witch has appeared. I think it's would be good to show this which but I think more so we should remember what has happened in the past and maybe that'll give you more answers while many think that uh, engineering um, adenoviruses uh, and engineering mRNA using mRNA tech to engineer humans is targeted for solely death I would argue that that may be something temporary because every nation now is calling out for people to have more babies. China has made that declaration. North Korea made that declaration. And President Trump did. Because as I said years ago, we are in a decline in regards to population. We have a decline in human population, and that shows on the P rates. And these are statistics that ecologists use. There are more people dying than being born. Now, let's just uh, talk about a couple things. I want to just share my Twitter feed for a second so you can see what's going on. So number one on the Twitter feed, I guess, uh, which is interesting. Let me see if I can zoom this in. I wanted to take you to a tweet that I put out on the 7th of March. On the 7th of March, I reminded Mitch McConnell that he had his ass kicked in 2021. On my birthday, he got his ass kicked. He's in the hospital. And now everyone's questioning about the GOP's future. I mean, he is 81 years old. He has one foot in the grave. And let's remember, that doesn't look like a fall to me. That looks pretty bad. That looks pretty, pretty bad. As you can see, I put that out on March 7th. I needed to give him a reminder because, ah, you step out of line. (coughs) Well, I'll leave it at that. Let's just add that to the bucket of, it's just a coincidence, she doesn't know what she's talking about, bucket. Now, (laughs) as we continue down the Twitter feed, I wanted to show you another fantastic tweet that was put out today. And that was by Nick Searcy, and I want to play his video. I mean, I told you this the minute I found out that Tucker was getting the footage, but here you go.
0: I told you so, but hey, I told you. Did you tune, tune in to Tucker Carlson tonight? Did you see all that great, explosive bombshell footage from January 6th that he showed you tonight, Thursday? Only four days after Monday when they premiered the first batch. Did you see it? Yeah, it wasn't there. Just like I told you. You get one night of revelations, basically about one man, Jacob Chansley, and God love him. He's in a bad way. There's a lot of other stuff that happened. But one night, Monday night, Democrats go crazy. Rhinos go crazy. Try to take Tucker Carlson off the air. They try to cancel Fox News. Rupert Murdoch makes a call. Tuesday night, it's a trickle. Wednesday night, there's barely anything about January 6th. And tonight, we're back to the Biden administration just gave an award to a transsexual person. And there's nothing about January 6th. There's nothing that shows the reverse angle of Ashley Babbitt in the hallway trying to get the people to stop the violence before she was murdered. There's nothing about the police officers in the tunnel Beating Roseanne Boylan to death. Oh, we can't find that footage. The, the police officers pummeling Victoria White. Police officers firing tear gas into the crowd, in the middle of the crowd, causing two elderly men to have heart attacks. There's nothing about any of that. Nothing about the prisoners. Nothing about the people being held without bail for marching in Washington on January 6th. Nope we're back to normal now that was your big revelation everybody that's why they gave him the footage so they could control what he showed you well like I said they're not gonna give it to us people we're gonna have to take it
2: or maybe some of us already had it (laughs) just saying because I guess that's the way God works. My documentary hasn't been out for a reason. And, you know, obviously not seeing what the document, you know, not seeing the bigger picture. Well, that's it. Fantastic tweet. Ukraine is a 51st state. I mean, we bought them right now. We own them. This is very important, too, this tweet here. I think we should carefully listen to Debbie Washman Schultz, given that she's an expert in ethics violations. She was forced to resign as DNC chair after being busted rigging the nomination against Bernie. Mm -hmm. So... That's what's that on Twitter that I wanted to show you guys. Did you see how the East Palestine thing is kind of morphing into, oh, exactly what I said, where they're going to move everyone out and they're going to put a water treatment plant. But, you know, let's just add that to the bucket of, I didn't know what I was talking about. I just said it, and I just got lucky Hmm. once again. BS basket. Now, what else should we kind of just skirt through quickly? Well, another thing we should squirt through quickly is that the Federal Reserve Chairman, Jerome Powell, set out a new paradigm for how central bank views its policy path. And apparently we're going to see even higher interest rates for a longer period of time. The markets has co- have completely tanked. I saw someone sharing about Silicon Valley Bank. I already told you that's the green bank. It doesn't have anything on the books. It funnels all the money to some organization. I believe it's in Luxembourg or Brussels. I wrote about it in my um, articles over... Uh, it's 2023, right? Four years ago where I was talking about amalgamated bank. You'll understand more from that. Now, increase in population... All of this having, you know, a big, big roar from around the world that we must start having babies. We must start having babies. And this is coming from dictatorships, too. And just so you know that um, President Biden's former executive assistant, I wonder why it's not Ron Klain, but okay. He's busy with clear. Um he agree, he agreed from his time as vice president, which why aren't they asking Ron Klain because he was with him then too? Obviously, he was the Bolitar, you know, gearing up the stuff for clear, of course. But he agreed to testify before Congress next month about his handling of classified documents while Biden was president. Now, having said that, before we move into the nitty gritty of things and how your property, I think it's important that I share this comedian's piece that I found on TikTok. Please take a listen.
3: I am solely on the Biden 2024 train. <laughs> Not Joe, by the way. No, 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 no. Hunter Biden. Hunter 2024. I don't know if you guys know this, yeah. but Hunter Biden is an Eastern European oil executive he is also a Chinese financier. He is a North African land development manager. He is a world-class painter. And he has done all of this while high on cocaine banging hookers. If that is not a presidential resume... Exactly.
2: So we're the butt of the joke right but it's quite interesting how it's coming out mainstream how all of these things looked weird I mean we are a joke look who's still talking and handing out awards it's like when does this person disappear like seriously and handing out awards to war criminals war criminals so one war criminal to another I guess Uh, please enjoy this clip
4: It is my great honor to present the 2023 Inaugural Torch of Freedom Award to Ukrainian First Lady Elena Zelenska. I cannot tell you how much I admire and respect her and the role she is playing at such an almost unimaginable time. Right. CAA in the house representing. The history. Who thought we would see pictures that looked like they were from World War II or World War I on our televisions or on our screens in 2023? But as First Lady of Ukraine, Lena has been a forceful advocate for her people. And she has overseen the humanitarian aid to orphanages, families displaced by war, the elderly, people living for the time being outside of their country yearning to return. She initiated a national mental health program to work with Ukrainians to help them overcome the traumatic consequences of Russia's invasion. And she has rallied, tirelessly rallied, the world's support for Ukraine and its struggle for freedom, democracy, actually its very existence. I am always awed by her courage and determination. This is not a role she asked for. This is not a role you can prepare for. It's one of those times in life when something is literally thrown at you and you have to decide how you're going to respond. Well, she has with extraordinary grit, determination and heroism on behalf of the Ukrainian people. So it's a great privilege for me to present her On behalf of the Forbes 3050 Summit, the 2023 Inaugural Torch of Freedom Award,
2: Elena Zelenska.
0: Thank you so much. So firstly, good evening, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Yeah, I had to turn her off. So it's an inaugural. So they just made up a new award, this torch, right, that they just handed off to her. You know, she should be washing Zelensky's clothes. Being his wife and supporting him because he keeps wearing the same outfit, and so do his bu- uh, so do all his uh, twins that run around with him. Right, that's what she should be doing rather than getting some new award that they made up in twenty twenty three. I guess they pass it on to the people that are sacrificing people for their cause, whatever that may be. Now let's get into the nitty gritty of what I wanted to talk about today, and that's um people. I want you guys uh, to pay attention to what I'm going to tell you. Yesterday, there was a decision in Fairfax County, uh, um, Virginia. Basically, just so that you um, understand the premise of this, of how you are still considered property by law, I'm going to try to make this as painless is possible. There was a couple, the Heinemans, and they were married, and then they divorced. Now the lady uh, realized that she's not going to have kids any anytime soon. She can't be remarried, and she's single, right? And she wants to have babies. But, you know, because of all these amazing uh, foods that we have and medicines and vaccines, uh, she had frozen embryos and put them in storage for when they were gonna have IVF done. Now, after the divorce, Honey, the wife, um, and her full name is Honey Hline. Honey Hline. I kid you do not. It's H O N E Y H L I N E. She wants to use those to have babies now because she can't find a partner and her eggs are all shriveled and she wants to have babies. And so the ex is like, no, you're not doing it because, you know, that's not right. You know, I I don't want babies with you and you can't force me to have a baby because we're divorced and I don't want to procreate with you. Now, Fairfax County Circuit Judge uh, Richard Grainer wanted to define what this whole situation could be considered under law. And he concluded and considered that the embryos are considered property based on legal books. Now, I want you guys to understand that that definition of a human being being property is based on a law that has the same rules in Virginia of selling goods and shuttles. So cryopreserve Fetuses in this judge's view fall into the same category There's no prohibition on the sale of human embryos and they may be valued and sold Then thus should be considered goods and chattels. Just I'm pointing this out. So This is coming back from the times of your of slavery that humans or Whatever is what they claim though. It's important that people understand this, that you know, there was no sensitivity in regards to the fact that she's never gonna have babies. You know, the dude's like adamant, no, you're not having my kids, probably probably having kids with another chick. You know, men can have kids way late. And so this is, you know, a pretty interesting statement. And it's happening in America right now. And this all ties into your parental rights too. You just don't know it yet. Now, going to uh, what we should be talking about is indeed genetics. I've talked about the brain initiative that Obama popped back in 2013 when he started and how they have, um, you know, a plan by 2025, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, AI, I just want to point out, has has transformed everything, including geopolitics and obviously healthcare. For those of you that are not familiar with the Brain Initiative, right? The Brain Initiative was um, launched in 2013 that aimed to accelerate the development of new tools and technologies for studying the brain and improving understanding of how it works. Um, this This initiative is a collaborative one with academic researchers, private companies, Jeffrey Epstein companies, federal agencies with the goal of supporting breakthroughs in neuroscience and ultimately improving the ability to diagnose and treat brain disorders now as someone who actually has done medical research I could tell you what the bullet points of what their goals are quickly which is one is mapping brain circuits they want to know uh, you know the neuronal circuits of the brain to understand how different regions of the brain communicate with each other right because no. Nobody knows, really. They know that certain parts, if you trigger them or touch them, they'll cause movement to your feet, legs. Uh, you know, they've they've probed to figure this out. Uh, it's to develop new imaging techniques. So the brain initiative is actually assisting with all this probing right new imaging technologies that can visualize the brain's activity and structure through high resolution like functional uh, magnetic resonance uh, imaging um, which is considered fMRI um and it's uh, an optogenetics of course now in addition they study brain development so they study how the brain develops over time from embryonic development up until you die. They investigate disorders like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, schizophrenia. And what they want to do is find a way that they can diagnose these things a lot faster. Now, Overall, it's just supposedly at the face value, looking for new tools and technologies and studying the brain with the ultimate goal, apparently, uh, the ability to diagnose and treat brain disorders. Though, I just want to say that even though it claims this, there was some weird research that I had brought up to your attention after after Greenberg had bit up, beat up that conservative, um, um, you know, young man at UC Berkeley. And the reason I brought that up is because he actually worked at the Brain Initiative Project as a um, test subject. Now, the specific tests or where he was working on um, was the one about the amygdala. The amygdala is a small like almond-shaped structure in the brain that plays a key role in in the processing of emotions, particularly fear and anxiety. Now research on the amygdala is one area of focus that the brain research through advancing innovative neurotechnologies, aka the Brain Initiative, focuses on. So the Brain Initiative supports you know this project Through mapping the amygdala circuits, so researchers are working to map the neuronal circuits in the amygdala and understand how different regions of the amygdala communicate with each other and what, you know, what portion of it, you know, can be stimulated to provoke certain emotions, et cetera, et cetera. So they also study the function of it. So they're trying to function, they're trying to research how the amygdala functions. That's what they're studying. How does it process emotions? Specifically that of fear and anxiety. And how this process between fear and anxiety can go bizarre and cause things like PTSD or anxiety disorders. Now at the brain initiative, so this specific project that that guy greenberg who beat up that guy at uc berkeley you should go to toriesad.com oh by the way parentheses there i went on com and i saw that the guy that put together that website had a buy me coffee thing i actually um bought dave some coffee but i also accidentally had to sign up in the process so dave (laughs) i'm kind of dumb on that But thank you very much for having that. You guys should actually take a look into uh, old episodes that I've done on that because it's very important, right? So continuing, uh, as they're studying the amygdala, they're trying to develop new technology that that assists in studying the amygdala, such as optogenetics, electrophysiology, which enable researchers to manipulate or measure the activity of the specific neurons in that location of the brain. Now, just so you understand, the amygdala is one of the most um, deep set, I would say, in the middle of your brain, and some may call it the reptilian brain, the innate response brain whatever uh, in your brain it's like the tiniest thing there and they are clearly probing brains there are people that have been voluntold probably over the border too where they sit there with their skulls open and they're probing them to map this out. This is not science fiction. This is not a conspiracy. They literally write articles about this. So the question is where are they they getting these people? And obviously we, we know this now, right? People are starting to understand that the whole human trafficking isn't all about sex, right? It's about organ trafficking, right? And it's about human experimentation, If you think that they're using mice and that these losers would use whatever works on a mouse to themselves, you're very wrong. Researchers at regular universities that use mice or worms or whatever they use, right? It's just a foundation to be able to assist more intricate and more secret experiments that people are not aware of. Now, I want you to know that there is... um, a technique that describes an imaging technique that doesn't require living brain tissue. That technique involves identifying cells that are active during a specific behavior by detecting the expression of immediate early genes. These genes are expressed rapidly in response to neuronal activity, providing a marker for cells that are involved with a specific behavior. So, in general, An approach that's being used, like the Campari approach, right? Uh, Well, Campari is, is, you know, a photoconvertible protein. But anyway, I'll get into that. So what they do is they'll probe a brain and someone starts to feel scared. And they actually then use the dead brain at the mark where it was and analyze the genetic expression. For example, um, ah, here's one. So, I remember when I was a kid, my father had told me, honey, when you grow up, you're going to be, you know, out there and you might want to try drugs. Call me if you ever need help because you're going to tell me, no, give me, drug me, right? But he said one thing, please stay away from heroin because heroin changes your physiology and you can't go back from it. And now." And I was a kid. I always admired my dad. I took his word as gospel. And he was right. When you um, actually take in heroin, there is genetic expression done in many of your cells where your cells start presenting multiple or a huge amount of opioid receptors. These opioid receptors, these specific ones that are produced and populated on the surface of your cells can cause you pain if not met by heroin. That is a physiological response, hence why people who were users of heroin are addicted forever because it's always there. Now, while many of them have some form of, I don't know you want to call it shelf life, you know, it depends on your genetics, right? If you can tolerate the pain. This is why um, it hurts. Whereas others that might say nicotine does the same thing, actually we have nicotinic receptors. They are are naturally uh, present in our body, uh, specifically in our GI system. Uh, Binding with nicotinic receptors in your GI system actually relaxes uh, the... um, Uh, uh, parasaltic motion of your intestines. This is why people like to smoke after they eat or smoke after sex. Now, um, another thing that we have is naturally occurring cannabinoid receptors in your hippocampus. So yeah, for all those marijuana users, that's where it goes. Uh, (laughs) So uh, hence the hallucinogenic effects that it can uh, provide. So anyway, And out of the background of understanding these genes are expressed rapidly in response to neuronal activity, it's the same thing. So when you're stimulated with fear, suddenly you get this rush of adrenaline, right? And you're in fight or flight mode. Instantly... Uh, Your genes are being unzipped in your DNA to present things, right? To help you respond to this. So those genes zip and they're like, "Yo, you better get this adrenaline going. We need all the blood quickly down to the muscles of the legs because we got to run, right? So this is, I'm trying to explain it to you so you understand where I'm going with this. So I'm repeating different examples so you understand how these expressions happen. Now. There are two specific technologies that they're looking uh, to examine uh, fear, anxiety, um, and other emotions and or thoughts uh, throughout this initiative, Um, Campari and adeno-associated viruses. Now, Campari is a photoconvertible protein that can be used to image integrated calcium activity in large populations of cells over Define time windows. This kind of technology helps, you know, researchers track the activity of of specific populations of neurons during specific behaviors. So, for all of you that are not, you know, science versed, I'm going to break this down, you know, because you don't know the topic well enough if you can't explain it. I want you guys to picture a human brain in front of you. And when you get anxious, you have channels. This is how your cells communicate with each other one to another within themselves. So inter and intracellular communication happens with ions and exchanging proteins and all of these things, okay? Just picture it like a cascade, like one of those mousetrap things where, you know, the ball goes, hits it, the trap goes, then you melt the butter, you know, kind of like that. So, in this case, calcium uh, channels are obviously used in neurons a lot. Um, This is how we have synaptic exchanges with chloride channels, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, Campari is able to kind of almost make, uh, and I'm just, it's not so much like that, but kind of is. It makes calcium glow. Right. Let's just picture you're looking at a brain and someone just got scared. And, oh, you know, all these the genetic zip just happened and it's like fire away. Let's get some adrenaline going into the body. And this all happens with communication through calcium ion channels. Uh, That's the way your heart works, too, by the way. But anyway, I digress. So you almost make them glow. So, you can see which neurons uptake, how do they go, is there neurogenesis, uh, you know, how plastic is that whole process and by plastic meaning that it changes, right? Uh, That's why people refer to the brain as something plastic because it can change and evolve and expand. So um so that's one tech that they use where they track a specific population of neurons because not all neurons are the same and see during specific behaviors what that what you know where all those calcium where the communications go to it's like picture it like tokens it's like hey we we, we need to talk and the calcium channel is exchanged right the calcium ion escapes one cell goes to the other and it's like all right we're in we got your message kind of like a a bird with the message, is the calcium. So that's one. They're using Campari, which means they're making stuff glow, right? Another way they do it is with adeno-associated viruses. They're a type of virus that can transport genes efficiently and non-invasively across the blood-brain barrier. Now, that technology enables any researcher to label specific neurons and track their activity over time. Now, this is going into the territory of me going back to discussions and um, kind of just so that you understand how that process works. If you remember, when I was uh, in school for the purpose of finding things out, I um, was at the Craig Ventner Institute where he recreated, well, he... Recreated life. So he took the Mycobacterium genitalium, which is, uh, you know, a bacterium with no wall uh, that causes UTIs, and he wanted to genetically engineer it. And his idea was I'm going to take out all the genes that make it virulent, right? And I'm going to insert a gene so I can track it and know it's mine that's going to make it glow blue. And so this is basically it. The same idea is here. Instead of them knocking out genes, they're adding a gene kind of like a tag, kind of like a clip you would put on a cow's ear or like Craig Ventner did, make it blue. So what they do is they track the activity over time by tagging neurons. So then you have to ask yourself, well, who are they tagging and where are they finding these people allowing this to happen, to have these viruses, right? Adeno-associated viruses injected in them, to tag portions of their brain. Now, another thing that you need to understand is that through this brain project, mm-hmm. this is interesting, they have made improvements to engineered rabies viruses. You mean gain-of-function rabies viruses. These viruses are allegedly used for non-toxic retrograde labeling of projection neurons. So now they have gained a function, did right? Rabies viruses that are considered non-toxic to go into your brain to label projection neurons. And projection neurons are the neurons that send signals from one brain region to another. Now, this tech allows researchers to track the activity of multiple neural circuits over time. So, I want you to think, so these rabies viruses that they claim are non-toxic, and let me put a full stop here. Again, going back to my time with Craig Ventner, the problem that Craig Ventner had was he took the simplest bacterium, right? Mycobacterium genitalium. It has no cell wall, the genetic code, obviously because it's a bacterium is circular, but it's very small. He knocked out all the virulent genes, right? So it doesn't cause harm. Like it doesn't give you a UTI, let's say, right? But that was fine in a controlled environment. The minute you introduced his bacterium, the blue one that he genetically altered to be blue, right? With no virulent genes, suddenly there were virulent genes being presented not presented virulence was presented because there's something called genetic crosstalk and so this is really <laughs> really interesting this is uh you know very hyper genetically specific i guess and it has to do with what they allege is junk dna and again going back to i think it's the only surviving video i have before youtube's major purge which is a uh, mm, uh a lecture thing that i was going over showing how dna binds itself and how specific it is so your that information is everywhere now again they're using retrograde labeling of projection neurons so projection ger- neurons think of it this way are highways to another side of your brain so when you're scared right you get all these you know all this genetic expression happens and it's like your DNA opens up and it's like zip we need to make a lot of these proteins because we need to put them on the damn cell top we need to exchange these ions we need to let the body know instantly you got to run we got to allocate all the oxygen down to your muscles so you can run your thinking is going to be deprived so oh let's tell the other side of the brain that you know where it's like for uh, spatial recognition recognition and um uh, what is it called and uh innate responses be amplified so then it goes to that projection neuron that goes to that section of the brain to tell it yo we're going to be a little bit stupid right now because we're scared so we're not going to be thinking straight so i need you to have your thinking cap on so you know we don't run into dead ends and we don't trip like they do in the movies so that goes that's vital that's a connection so They're creating viruses again. They're finding people to experiment and do that. Now, I want you to understand that engineered, gain of function as people say it, but it's just an engineered, adeno-associated virus, so also called AAVs, are used in neuroscience research as a tool for genetic engineering and gene delivery to the brain. Now, there are specific type of virus that can infect, infect cells, but transports Genetic material DNA into them. They're supposedly, as they say, non-pathogenic and relatively safe, which is why they're considered super sexy when it comes to delivering genes to specific cells or regions of the brain. (sighs) Almost like the spike proteins. So researchers are able to engineer these AAVs to contain specific genes of interest. So, for example, they can have genes that produce fluorescent proteins or genes that can manipulate neuronal activities. Now, the fluorescent proteins are done so that you can identify them. It's almost like tagging uh, the, the cell that is your target cell. Right. So if your adenovirus is specific for um, peridial uh, neurons, which is one type of neuron, then uh, once it, the virus goes in there, it will infect it by changing its genetic code so it can glow green when you're looking at it. OK, so I'm trying to simplify this now. um These genes can also manipulate neuronal activity. So by injecting someone with these engineered adeno-associated viruses into the brain, not only are researchers able to label parts of your brain and make it easier for them to see, but they can actually manipulate the activity. Now, this is a big deal. And I say this because a lot of us are talking about the COVID virus. A lot of us are talking about, you know, who, what, when, where on the COVID virus. And we're not talking about the mRNA and gain of function issues. How many see it as something like, oh, it's no big deal. You know, they're just mapping out the brain because they want to sync us with the internet. You must understand this. For the overlords, the few, because we are many, the goal is never to eradicate humankind because they need you. They need you for food, testing, entertainment, and to produce things while they sit there laid out on a shizlong, getting fanned by someone and fed grapes. I mean, that doesn't sound bad, but you get what I'm saying. It's about controlling the people. Now, as you can see from external stimuli, such as propaganda and constant reinforcement, marketing, and bullshit, just you're living a movie, really. It doesn't have a hold when knowledge is present. Now, at this point in time, it's quite difficult to burn books and make people that were never obedient because, you know, American citizens are rebels, right? And there are many out there in other nations that are rebels, right? Um, that it doesn't work. And it'll be quite difficult in this era of digital information to hide crimes that they do, and hence why we are going through the things that we're going through now. Throughout time, they have introduced, what did they tell you when you'd go to the doctor? Oh, we're just giving you the flu shot because there's like a dead virus, so your body trains from it. Right. (sighs) When there was a show I did where I was talking about Marburg's and Ebola, right? And how the COVID vaccine is making people susceptible to um, that specific virus. Uh, And it doesn't even have to be human centric. It can be zonic in nature and they will still get it because of the HDL, which is, you know, the high density cholesterol that is trapped in your cells because it takes away the ability to create the proteins to expel it. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up, and I'll go into it at another time more, and I wanted to leave you guys for this weekend while I edit, edit, and edit a video to leave you with these thoughts. The orchestrated pandemic script that was deployed on all of mankind by all major nations was one of the biggest crimes against humanity ever in history. You know, there have been wars where people are slain, there have been genocides where people are slain, right? (laughs) And people eradicated. But this was the most horrific exercise of their power over people. A horrific exercise that demonstrated their ability to control your emotions and feelings externally, not even internally yet. This is the biggest problem we have now, that we are unable to trust anything. We cannot trust our medicine. We cannot trust our leaders. We cannot trust anything. And I can tell you, I would not trust anything going into my body at the moment from any pharmaceutical company. The easiest way to control the population is by ensuring that you can control the way they think and feel. Now, while many jumped on the whole vaccine train in 2021, I was already on it from 2018. I was expressing to you properties of graphene oxide. And, you know, I just, again, another coincidence we can throw in the bucket where I knew a guy who. Was able, which found a way to mass produce graphene oxide in a freaking red cup in his garage, and sold that patent method to Argon Labs, right? But again, coincidence. Throw it in the bucket, right? Let's just pretend that the one thing I've also told you guys about the Starbucks experiment with graphene, right, where they would put graphene in the coffee uh, because it 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 actually has. Um, Properties where they can track you and that was the way that Starbucks could figure out where they need to open up another store. People would come and buy coffee and then they would drink their coffee or whatever or tea or whatever beverage they got and they'd walk off and, um, you know, as they're walking off, they would see where most of them came from. So this is one of the biggest wars we are tackling because not only are we under an influence operation or shall I say one of the biggest Hollywood productions where all of us are trying to get to Oz and we already know who the fuck Oz is, right? But let's just go down that road, right? If I only had a brain, right? And you know that in itself, is there's so much steganography in that. You know, I really wish I was back on Twitch and we would do a movie night on that. But not only do we have the influence operations that are being deployed, almost ideal, like I said, the minute McCarthy said that Tucker's getting the footage, that was Roger Stone's doing. I am telling you that was it. You can either take that or throw it into the bucket of coincidences later when you find out I was right. It is to control the information that's coming out. It is a deal that was cut. And this is why we will never see that information. Well, no, you will. Because there are some people that were a little bit thinking ahead, you know, because bucket of coincidences once again. You're also having, aside from the confusion of who do I trust and what can I do, you have an actual tangible war against you where they're targeting the way you think. I know many people want to mock a lot of these children that look crazy. And boy, do I fall into that. I mean, it's low-hanging fruit, okay? When you see someone explaining to you why their pronouns are so weird, right? They just make shit up as they go. You know, this is why we had people identifying as furniture and they would pose for hours for their partners or, you know, people getting married to, you know, a balloon, right? Well, it's, it's almost, it's, it's like, it's, it can't be real, right? But this is what altered brain genetic manipulation does. You know, we have a lot of more people now presenting things like synesthesia, which is weird, right? Where they can hear things. From things that don't make sounds like, oh, they'll look at the wall and be like, oh, I hear it singing. And it's like, all right. Or people that when they speak a name, they see colors, right? This is huge. Now, while many think 5G is the issue, and um, that's going. You guys got to understand that it was Charlie Ergen that got all the 5G contracts. We can get into that at another time. But the thing is, he hates Elon Musk, not for Twitter. Elon is a centrist, but it's all about um, doing things and completing things. Um, He seems to be quite humble. But again, I take it back to Von Braun's (laughs) book from, you know, over 50 years ago, where the rulers of Mars were called Elons of Mars. So I'm just going to leave it there. Again, let's put it into that bucket of (laughs) holy crap. But he is really smart. And I think he wants to toe the line correctly. And this is why he bought Swarm and he's going to outdo all the 5G stuff. The government went all in on 5G and Musk outdid them and outperformed them, just so you know. Now, I just wanted to leave you with that thought that everything that you are seeing happening right now with this COVID is only the tip of the iceberg. There are a lot more nefarious things that they have put and done to the human population. You know, I remember when there was a video circulating, oh, they want to remove the God gene, that's Bill Gates. First of all, not Bill Gates. Second of all, I already know about that operation because that was an operation where they wanted to make people not have faith. Right? And apparently this was supposed to be a weapon that they were going to deploy in the Middle East to calm the titties of all those that wanted to be jihadis. That was the explanation, but that wasn't the purpose. So it wasn't Bill Gates in that video. When people share and they're like, Bill Gates, it's like, no, it's not Bill Gates. This is exactly what I'm trying to allude to. We see very big gaps in our generations in the way they think, right? Right. The boomers were always like government, you know, this, this, and then they woke up and they're all whatever. But then the boomers let us down and they're all about this social justice too, which is so weird because I'm like, why are, you know, your millennials like, okay, boomer, the boomers aren't the problem. Okay. The boomers are with them now, right? They're all complying. Oh, we should just do what the government says. They're looking after us, right? It's the Gen Xers that people should have a (laughs) that the states, (laughs) of states have a problem with because they've seen no tech and all tech. But it was the Gen Xers that are the ones that refuse to take all the vaccines. It was the Gen Xers that, you know, kind of complied and then they kind of flipped and they're like, well, wait a minute. I don't think my Gen Z kids getting this shit. So we have the millennials in the middle that were kind of luck of the draw. So I just want people to understand this is a lot more nefarious than what you think. Can you clean yourself from it? Fuck no. It's in your genetic code. And when I see people selling things like this is how you're, you're not going to cleanse anything. Okay. Accept it. It's like people saying they want 2030, 2030. 2030's done. Okay. Oh, we're going to prove that the elections it's done. Okay. Talk solutions. Talk where we can go from here. It's like, you know, we need to move forward. And we need to accept a few things in order to do that. We must admit to ourselves, for those that fell for it, that, hey, I fell for it. Now what do I do? Those that didn't fall for it, be there for the people that did fall for it. Because you haven't seen anything yet. There are going to be people that are... (laughs) that will be throwing themselves off buildings when they realize what they've done. They will question everything because they're like, I thought I was smart. I'm an academic and I took all of these and continued to take it like an idiot. Why didn't I think twice? Why did this guy with no teeth in the middle of bumfuck Alabama know better than me when he hasn't even finished elementary school? Hmm. Because common sense isn't taught and discernment isn't taught. And trusting your gut is very important. So again, I wanted to leave you with this for this weekend to just understand that rather than looking out for, uh, how can I undo what happened? You can't. It's like trying to piece together a plate that you smashed. Think of solutions that can happen going forward. And again, I would urge everyone, no matter what denomination of faith you subscribe to or you don't, speaking from a scientist perspective, real scientists know that God does exist and you must have more faith, must understand that there's no lack, there's abundance. I say this again and again and it's like, whatever. And And I'm a person that lives in constant turmoil, battling the reality that I'm being fed to what I know is true. And hopefully all of you will know it's true too. So I urge you guys to go to the Brain Initiative online. It's, it's, on your, it's on the web. And not read just what's there, but find the links, find the research they refer to so you can see exactly what they've been doing. You know, the genetically modified food, the additives in the water, your flu shots, even your medications. And so, yeah, we can trust nothing. How do you, you know, we don't even have real corn anymore. You know, Every, there is no real corn anymore. There's no more maize. So I just wanted to say, you know, have faith. Okay. So you fucked up. You this or say you ate a bunch of, or you drank a lot of Mountain Dew, you know, it literally says genetically modified on it. Like, I don't know how people drink that, but I'm just saying there is no organic corn. Corn doesn't exist. And I, I, when I hear people say, oh, I have organic, there is no such, it's genetically modified. The actual maize doesn't exist anymore. Why is a good question. We could talk about that another time because maize from the Aztecs was very important. So I, I just wanted to kind of just come on here for a Friday because I have to pop off for appointments and introduce you to taking a look at the site. You know, actually, I can I can share it with you so you can see it yourself so you know what it looks like um, before I go. Most of the answers of what's going on uh, right now with our healthcare can be answered through this. So this is the Brain Initiative site. It's on the NIH, which is really weird because if you ask anyone, hey, what kind of funding? NIH doesn't do that. It does a lot. So here it tells you the funding opportunities. I want you to see who works with them. DARPA, IARPA, National Science Foundation, and the FDA. I mean, I can't stress this enough. You have everything you need. There is no reason There is no reason that we are in this situation aside from, you know, the choice of ignorance, because in the age of information, ignorance is a choice. Now, while I like to be very entertaining and I like to um, simplify things, right? Because my audience is multi level, right? I have people that have elementary education and I have people that are doctorates, right? I can't speak all the same. And also, when you're a little bit more. Ah, what do you say? Normal? People don't count you as a threat. So I'm actually very well versed in these things. And this is why my audience knew about the coming of the vaccine in 2020. This is why they knew that the RNA code didn't make sense. This is why they knew it was manufactured. I knew it from the get-go. This is why they knew about hydroxychloroquine before anyone mentioned hydroxychloroquine. This is why they knew about graphene before anyone had graphene and then started to sell you supplements so that you can clean yourself, but you can't. It's everywhere. It's almost like the elections. Okay, they did this. Nobody listened to... Real information in 2020, they all made money. All right, so why are we beating this? Oh, let's go get the code. Nobody cares. No one's going to fix it for you. What we have to do is reverse course and then hold accountability. How are you going to get accountability if you can't elect people in office? That's where we should be focused on, not bullshit codes and, and, and all. Oh, I get so frustrated. So I'm going to calm down. I'm going to take it down a notch. Okay. Please feel free to go through the site please weaponize yourself with knowledge. That is the only weapon they don't want you to have. And while you listen to all these hearings and shit, remember, how many were they that they voted today? 94 Republicans didn't vote. Get their names and make a list. 101 Democrats didn't vote. Get their names and make a list. Those 195 people that decided that they will not vote to declassify information on the COVID-19 origins, which will be something like a Fort Detrick kind of bullshit thing. But I digress. We need to start holding them accountable. And we can't do that if we're all walking in different directions. We should be focused on things we can have control of. What is that saying? Give me strength to control. Uh, you know not be upset about the things I can't control and to contr- to be okay controlling the things I can these are things you can control what's these things? fucking knowledge you're listening to people that are giving you insider shit I'm telling you right now they're not insiders who are you Tori? maybe I'm the insider because apparently I knew Mitch was getting beat up apparently I knew all this shit in advance I mean you work for Brennan, yeah so I was definitely an insider didn't work for him, work with him. And so, on that note, I will bid you guys a fantastic weekend. Please take time to just read things and um I'll see you off with Obama talking about his brain initiative. Obviously, he brought it in, right? Well, that's how they got the trillions of dollars. God bless everyone. Have a fantastic weekend.
3: Good morning. Thank you all for being here today. Good morning. Thank you all for being here today. I'm Francis Collins, director of the National Institutes of Health, NIH, and I am proud to have the honor of welcoming you here to the East Room of the White House for a very special scientific announcement by the President. Investing in biomedical research is one of the wisest choices we can make as a nation. The United States has long been at the forefront of one medical breakthrough after another, helping to save lives, improve people's health, and grow the economy. Moving forward, we as a country are extraordinarily fortunate to have a leader who places such a high value on science to unlock the mysteries of disease, and discover new ways of overcoming them. But now we stand at the edge of another frontier in biomedicine and biological research, which the president will describe in a moment. Some may ask how we can afford to talk about investing in bold new research during difficult budgetary times. But the reality is we can't afford not to. The worst thing we can do in challenging economic times is to stifle innovative thinking. And asking people in this room to delay innovation would be like asking the cherry trees in Washington to delay blooming. (laughs) It's exactly that innovation that holds immense potential, not just for the families whose lives it will change, but for also spurring new jobs and business opportunities. The president understands this implicitly. He knows the importance of connecting scientific advances with solid science policy, and he knows the power of partnership. And that's why he has brought us all together here today, science agencies within the government as well as philanthropic foundations and leaders in the private sector, to marshal our talents and take on this next big challenge. So without further ado, it is a great personal privilege and a high honor to introduce our (laughs) scientist-in-chief, the (laughs) President of the United States, Barack Obama. Thank 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 Thank
1: Thank you. Thank you.